Thank you. You about to listen to fresh word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for this love, Lord. Amen. Can you clap for the Lord? I want to be sharing something um, very briefly with us, and then we'll begin to pray. Something very briefly with us, and then we'll begin to pray. There are many things in the scriptures that God wants us to know which many people struggle with and therefore they end up becoming victims of what the enemy is up to. This is the reason why you would find people who are supposed to have excelled, failing. Can I repeat what I just said? There are many things in the word of God that God expects us to know so that we will not become victims of situations, so that we can win in whatever we do. But because we don't know them or our lives have not been aligned to it, we end up becoming victims instead of becoming victorious. And there are are ways also that the enemy operates in a very cunning manner, in a very smart way, in a very smart way, in a very smart way that if you are not fast enough, you become a victim of how the enemy is operating. That is why Jesus spoke a word and said that be wise as the serpent. Why was Jesus saying that? Because there is a way by which the enemy operates. The enemy does not operate in foolishness. Jesus said be wise as the serpent. Why was he saying that? That should tell you that there is a way by which the enemy operates that if you are not smart enough, you'll not be able to know it. And the fact that you don't know it too does not mean you'll not become a victim of it. The fact that you don't know it does not mean you'll not become a victim of it. Many people are in church, but they are victims. I'll show you from the Bible. Many people follow God, but they are victims. That's why Paul said that we are not ignorant about the devices of the devil. He says, let Satan take advantage of us. So it means that you being ignorant give the devil an advantage. He said, let Satan take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant about the devices of the devil. You know, in meetings like this, we try to open up certain schemes and modus operandi of the devil so that you can be a wise Christian. Say, I'm a wise Christian. I'm a wise Christian. Say it like you mean, say, I'm a wise Christian. I'm a wise Christian. There are many believers who, who are following God, but they are not smart. They're not smart. So, they are easily carried away by the devil. There are simple things the enemy can introduce into their life that can throw them off because they are not smart. And these things, they come by diligent study. You can't just know somebody one day. Paul said, henceforth, know no man by the flesh. Because the flesh can be very deceptive. There are ways by which, I'm going to show you (laughs) some very deep things. What I'm sharing with you, the Holy Ghost just taught me a few minutes ago before I left the house. Because I went to light before God, asking God, what do I share tonight? Nothing came. I slept off. Nothing came. I got up. said, let me go and shower. Come to the service. I said, okay. 
if I don't hear anything, I'll come and stand here. And whatever he leads me to do, I'll do. Until he began to speak with me. Then I knew that. Even whilst I was driving, when I get into the, into the traffic, I want to still write because the Holy Ghost was still talking. He doesn't care whether you are driving, he's talking. So it's up to you. Either you park the car to write or whatever you do or whatever he says, you take your phone and repeat what he's saying so you can record it. It's up to you. He is speaking. So I'm going to be teaching you something that you need for your life. It will serve as a guide for your destiny. So that no matter where you operate, whether you're a father, you're a leader, whoever you are, or you're a pastor, it can help your journey. So your journey will be great. Say, my journey will be great. My journey will be great. Write it down. Say, well, my, my journey will be great. My journey write will it, be great. Write it in your book. My journey will be great. That's not what I'm teaching, but write. It's a statement you must write. My journey will be great. What I want to teach you tonight is titled, When Satan Enters You. When Satan Enters You. We are going to be looking at how the devil seeks an opportunity to enter people. We will see what happens or what are the things that give the devil the license to enter somebody. Because there are many people, what disturbs my heart a little bit is this. The fact that a disciple of Jesus, Satan could enter. Please follow me carefully. I'm not talking about somebody who, who doesn't know the Lord. I'm talking about a disciple of Jesus, an apostle, a disciple of Jesus, the one Jesus called by himself. That person, Satan entered. So it tells you that there are people Satan has entered. There are people Satan has entered. There are people Satan has entered. <laughs> I like the way the room is quiet. There are people Satan has entered. I will show you how Satan enters people. And some of you, you realize that Satan has entered. <laughs> you realize Satan has entered. Oh, yes. And when you see Satan entering a place, you must get angry. And begin to check that devil out of the place. Hey, the Lord will help us. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Luke 22. Write these few points down. Satan can never enter a place. Unless there is an access or an access point, write it down. If you are with your phone and you are making notes, make the notes. Don't chat on the phone. Tell me when you are preaching, they are on Instagram. Tell me when you are preaching, they, they, are, they, are, on, they are looking at things. The day you get to heaven and they will knock your head. That when preaching, you don't value God's word. When the word of God is being preached, somebody is browsing. You can, you can go on your phone and share Share the broadcast. I need all your family to hear the message. Please take your phone, go to Facebook and share the broadcast quickly. I'm teaching you something that will help all of us. There are some pastors Satan has entered. Yes. There are some children Satan has entered. There are some managers of institutions Satan has entered. I'll teach you tonight. I will begin to pray. Number one, I said Satan will never enter any place unless there is an access, unless there is a door. We could never have entered here if there was no access. I hear what I'm saying. None of us would have entered this room if there was no entrance. You can't enter into a place unless there is a doorway that leads to the place. That's why Jesus said, I am the way. No one goes to the Father except by me. You cannot go to God. Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the only way. So to go to the Father, there's an access. So for the devil to also enter a place, there must be an access. That's the first point. The second thing that happens 
is this. If there must be an access, then that access must be accessible by the devil. Because there are accesses that are not accessible by people. Do you agree? Come on, do you agree? You can't enter anybody's house just like that. There are some homes that you need a code to be able to break the door to enter. So, if you don't have access, you have to break the door. That's why thieves do that. Because they don't have the access. So, for the devil to have access, for, for the devil to enter a place, he must have access to that door. If he doesn't have access, he cannot get in. I'm speaking about two things. Please don't lose me on that. The first one is that, let me use this room so we can get it right. There is an access to this room, okay? There are gates here that gives us access into this room. But how did we get in? We got in because we have access to the room. So for the devil to enter into a place, he must have access to that place where he's going. If he doesn't get it, he cannot enter. That's why Jesus speaking to Peter said that Satan has asked for you. He's knocking at the door. He wants to enter, but I'm denying him. Are you following what I'm teaching you? I didn't come to preach. I came to teach you something so we can pray. So Jesus said, Satan has asked for you, but I'm not allowing it. He wants to come in, but I have disallowed it. Whatever the enemy has targeted in your life, we block the access tonight. Amen. I don't like the amen at all. Amen. You see, Jesus knew what happens to a man when Satan gains access into the person's life. Jesus knew what will happen. That's why he blocked Peter. He blocked him. Look at Peter in the Bible. He was the one when Jesus even resurrected who was asking of him. He was the leader of of, of the disciples that Jesus left. So can you imagine the one who was going to lead the people that Jesus was leaving behind? The disciple Jesus was leaving behind. That Satan made the target. No wonder Jesus said that strike the sheep and the shepherd will scatter. Because the devil is looking for that particular person. Because the devil, the devil, this guy, there's something about him that if I don't enter him, they will cause commotion in my camp. Please follow me. So that is why the devil would, he tried. But Jesus said, no, I will not allow this to happen. Because if I allow this and I leave, all I came to do on earth will be a fiasco. Everything I've come to do here on earth, it will amount to nothing. Because when I leave, they can't do anything. Ah, on the day of Pentecost, who stood up to speak? Who stood up to speak? Talk to me. It's in your Bible. He rose up to speak. Can you imagine him rising up and yet Satan has entered him? So for Satan to enter into a place, there must be an access and he must have access to that access. That is why Satan seeks to gain access to people. He seeks around. The Bible said the devil is roaring like what? Is doing what? Is roaring like what? Doing what? Come on. Seeking the one to divorce. He's seeking access to divorce somebody. May you never be divorced. Amen. Your amen is very weak. Amen. I say, may you never be divorced. Amen. I don't like the amen. I say, may you never be divorced. Amen. In the name of South, say, I will never be divorced. I will never be divorced. Now, the next thing I'll share with you, we'll come to the scripture, don't worry. I want to give you the point, then we'll read the scriptures to buttress everything. The next thing that happens, when Satan enters a place, the first place he looks for is your heart. Right here. When Satan enters into a place, the first place he targets is your heart. Why? The Bible says, guard your hearts with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. So every issue that will flow in your life is connected to your heart. So as soon as the devil targets an individual, the first thing he looks for is your heart. Tell the devil, my heart is not available for you. Say it like you are in church. Please speak it aloud and let the devil know that you are not available. The, the way you are speaking, it's like you are available for the devil. Say that, say, <laughs> say my heart is not available. My heart is not available. Say with mad power. My heart is not available. Shout it aloud. My heart is not available. My heart is not available. 
Anywhere Satan enters, he tries to locate the heart. That is the central point. That is where everything turns. That's where he locates. He tries to find your heart. He tries to locate your heart. That's what the devil does. And when he targets your heart, the next thing he does is to disconnect the heart. Write it down. I'm, I'm teaching you something. This one is not in any book because I also received it today. I received it today. When Satan finds your heart, he disconnects the heart. As soon as the heart is disconnected, he has won. Because it is your heart. You see, that's why the condition of the heart of people are very critical. The condition of everybody's heart seated here, very critical. The condition of the people who walk by your side are very critical. The condition of people who stand by your side are very critical. The condition of the people you, you think with, very critical. Condition of people's heart. <clears throat> Let me show you something. Before we read the um, Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel. You hold on to the loop. We'll come to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 28. Everything we are sharing tonight, there is one person whose life really fits into what I'm sharing with you. And that is the devil. Are you hear what I'm saying? Are you hear what I'm saying? I'm enjoying the way the room is very quiet because I know I can, I can release some bullets very well. <laughs> Ezekiel 28. Let's look at verse 15. From verse 15. Let's go. You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were created till iniquity was found in you. Now, this scripture we are reading, we are looking at a personality called Satan. Say Satan. I want to hear you say Satan. Satan. Now, in the Bible, and what we are going to, we are even reading, is pointing to how the devil was structured or made by God. How he looks like. Just trying to see a few things about how the devil looks like. Now, if you look at this scripture, the Bible said you were perfect in all your ways. It means you were, you were blameless. Whenever you see that people's attitude, people's lives, what they say, what they do, okay, before and now, when you see that there is a vast change, it means there's a disconnection of hearts. Please pay attention to what I'm sharing with you. Even if I don't prophesy to you tonight, what I'm teaching you, it will help you in your life. You will see that there's a disconnection in the heart. When the heart is disconnected from something, it doesn't matter what you do. Whatever you felt towards it leaves you. Are you paying attention to what I'm sharing with you? It will leave you. It goes away from you. No matter how people talk to you, your heart cannot connect. Because the heart is disconnected. Look at the Bible. You were perfect in look in your ways. Look at it. From the day you were created. Everything that you do was perfect. Everything you, you did was perfect. Now, write this topic. Write it down. How Satan enters people. So that when you start praying, you lift your voice and cry out to God. Seriously. That if you see any of these traces in your life, know that the devil has occupied the seat. He has taken a seat and he's on it. And when you see that, 
you begin to cry to God for that seed to be destroyed. Because if that is not destroyed, <laughs> you will end up like Judas. I'll show you from the Bible. You see, these things are secrets that can never be known by men unless God tells you. Like we're sharing the money. There are secrets that only God can devote to you. There are secrets that only the Holy Ghost can teach you. If the Holy Ghost doesn't teach you, you won't know about it. So as I'm talking to you, there are more things coming than what I wrote down. There are more things coming. Because the Holy Spirit is the best teacher you can ever get. Your amen did not come. Amen. I said your amen did not come. Amen. So, this man was perfect in everything that he did. Everything. Everything he did, God was pleased with it. Until something was found in him. That was iniquity. Iniquity is when you choose your will against God's will. That is iniquity. Write it down. When you choose your will against God's will, there is what God wants. Many people, Satan has entered them because they have chosen their will against what God wants. So iniquity has found solace with them. I like the way you are writing the notes. It's good. You see, the devil is always looking for opportunity around you to see where he can get you. <laughs> Satan, you see, he wasn't called Satan then. Lucifer. That was his name. You will see his name. He was called the anointed terror. You will see all in the scripture I'm going to be. Please continue. So, everything about him, everything about the devil, everything changed when iniquity was found. Because he, he was not against God. Something took place. When iniquity found place in him, now, instead of what he was supposed to do for the kingdom, he rose rather against the master of the kingdom because iniquity has been found in him. So one of the things that give the devil access into any human life is iniquity. Write it down. I've shown you what iniquity is. Now you begin to ask yourself, what steps have I taken which is against God's steps? Because the moment you do that, you have given the devil the line sinks to operate. Because iniquity has been found in your life. It's very simple. Is somebody learning something today? Pastor Bo, please continue. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Look at this. It says, by the word, by the abundance of your trading. Look at this. Now, this trading can be, um, can be, um, can also be referred to as um, your dealings, the multitude of work, the things that you are involved in. When it says, what do you trade in? Some people do many things. So, the things he's involved in, by the many things he has been occupied with, there are many people, Satan gains access to them because they do many things in the kingdom. I don't know if I'm teaching something to somebody. By the many things they do for, the, for God in the kingdom, iniquity can enter their heart. They can become proud. I'm coming to that place. By, by the abundance of your trading, the Bible says you became filled, look at it, with violence within. <laughs> by the many things people get involved in. Hey, you can be the best worker in the house of God. Yes, iniquity is in you. Oh, Yes. I told you what I'm teaching is very heavy. Yes. You are doing this today. You are doing that today. They'll call you to come and do this. They'll call you to go here. Pick this one here. Let me send you here. Do this. Do that. Abundance of your trading. If nobody will do it, ask for you. They know you'll do it. So they'll call you come and do it. That made him to be filled with what? Come and talk to me. Filled with what? Filled with what? No, no, no. Look at what is there in the Bible. Within. When someone is filled with violence, he wants to fight. He wants to rebel. He wants to do something that is 
disastrous. So by the abundance of the trading, because he was the one leading all the angels. He was the champion. He was the one in the midst of all of them. So there are many things he's doing. There are people, because of the many things they are called to do, the way they will even respond to you when you talk to them, it reveals that they, they feel big now. Iniquity has entered them. Satan is looking for space to destroy you. It can happen to anybody. Anyone they can happen to. Yes. You can be the choice. Everybody calls you. Everybody is looking for you. Everybody wants to partner with you. Everybody wants you to write something for them. Everybody wants to count on you for something. They seek your advice. That's what happened to Ahitophel. His counsel was so accurate to Allah. So Somebody clap for the Lord. His, his counsel was so strong. So strong that he felt he could defect from David. When his heart moved from David, he couldn't stand with David anymore. He couldn't. He moved away from him. And when he moved away, David knew that the man has positioned himself already for destruction. Because anybody who's had disconnect, you have positioned yourself for destruction. Any arrow can take you. That's why David prayed. One prayer. Turn his counsel into foolishness. Because by what he did, he has positioned himself as a foolish man already. When iniquity is found in you, oh, you are a candidate for disaster. That's what happens. Are you learning something tonight? Because you see, by the abundance of your dealings, yes, you can become proud. Yes. If you are not careful, you will do things when you want to do it. If you are not careful, you will come to church like the time the pastor comes to the church. If you're not careful, you, you start behaving like, like the, the pastor behaves. If you're not careful, you talk like he talks. I'm not saying that those things can fall upon you automatically. It can happen because it happens. It's a spirit. But I am talking about you exalting yourself to a particular because of the abundance of your trading. There are many things many people are involved in. Oh, as for this one, oh, Prince, dear, if nobody would do it, as for Prince, Prince would do it. So it goes on like that, then pride. You see, all these things that is happening, the enemy is seeking an occasion to introduce pride into your life. I'll show you all the things in the Bible. Please, help us, help us. This place is so exciting that I can't stop talking about that place. Look at that. With wallets within and you sin. And you sin. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out how, of the mountain of you God. See, you see how God dealt with him? So, if by the abundance of your trading or your dealings, okay, you lift yourself, God throws you out, regardless of where you are. Look at the mount of God. Look at that. Can you see it? Look at that. The mountain of God. That's where he was positioned. God threw him out like a profane thing. You don't understand. <laughs> God threw him out like a profane thing. It's something which is disgusting, something he doesn't want. He threw it away. Like the way you, you throw things into your bin or your dad's bin. You put it there. You cast it there. Sometimes you don't even care where it falls. Look at where he was. The mountain of God. But God didn't care where he stood. So be conscious of where you are standing. Because if iniquity gains access into your heart, if Satan enters that heart, God will throw you out without even looking at where you fall. <laughs> Look at the scripture. Uh -huh. and God threw I him out you. of the mountain of God. And then what? And I destroyed you. God would destroy those people. You see why I fear pride? See why I fear it? This is why I run away from it. Why I fear it? Because if it gains access into your life, I told you close at 7 30, so don't worry. If it gains access into your life, you are destroyed. You are, you are, you are like a, a time bomb walking, waiting for the time to explode. That, that's what you become. That's what you become. Continue, please. Oh, covering Charo. Look at that. From the midst of the, of the fiery look stones. At, look at it, where he was positioned. Look at the description of it. Look at that. Not just stones, 
The Bible says fiery stones. That means stones that when you see, you will fear them. These are stones. They are heavenly stones, not this stone that you find on, on the road and you see that you can kick them around. These are fiery stones. Stone, precious stones that when you see them, they will give you fright. They will, your body will start shaking. You will have goose pimples. Because when you see it, it's so glorious. These are fiery stones. That was where he was walking. That's where he walks. Look, continue. <laughs> your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Shoot. Stop there. So the first thing I've told you already, I'm giving you the point of how Satan enters people. Beauty. People's looks, how they look, can let the devil enter them. <laughs> Isn't that what you are reading? Please read that portion again. Your heart was lifted up because Don't let of your, your beard beauty. deceive you. Yes. Go and see Absalom. Check Absalom well. Don't let it see you. There are people, they are so full of themselves by the way they are handsome. They are so full of themselves because of how muscular they are. Or because of how beautiful they look. Some people are struggling to be 12. You, you are 8, so you are happy. So your mind is so full of yourself that you are size 8. So when you meet people who are even 16, eh, you meet them, your behavior shows like you are a better human being than them. People's beauty has eaten into their heads. And everywhere they find themselves, they project themselves above others. Look at what the Bible is saying. You know. Your heart was lifted. Why was his heart lifted? Because of something. Satan's heart was lifted. Why? Not talk, let me talk about Lucifer because that's what Lucifer is describing. His, his heart was lifted because of what's his beauty. So beauty is one of the ways Satan enters people. Write it down. How Satan enters people. Beauty can let Satan enter you. Yes. You find somebody who plays keyboard or he's an instrumentalist extraordinaire. So because of the skills, multitude of trading, everybody looks for you. Everybody needs you. So they can become proud. Yes. Everybody's looking for me. Every program, they'll call you. If a big program comes into town, let's call that guy. So you can feel big in your shoes. I'll not even go. I'll come, I'll come late. Let's see who, who can say whatever they want to say to me. You have become, you're on your own now. You have become a whole institution by yourself. What I'm teaching you, you are supposed to be looking into your heart and checking one one. Check it one one. If Satan has gained a seat there, if you see that he has gained a seat, my friend, begin to blast in the Holy Ghost until that seat is removed. Other than that, you, God will deal with you like the way he dealt with Satan. You see, if you want to see how God hates certain things, check how he dealt with them when people did those things. Check how he dealt with them. It will let you know how God relates to those things. Yes. It will show you how God deals with such situations. So he said, your heart was lifted. You became puffed up. There are people who are puffed up because they are handsome. Puffed up because they are smart. They are intelligent. Puffed up because they speak good English. So you meet somebody who doesn't speak good English. Oh, go for it. They leave them alone. They are not. You, you, throw, your, you throw them off. Because you speak good English. You are puffed up because of your beauty. People can become proud. I heard somebody talking about a decision that someone took and said, this decision you took, even a day-old child can take that decision. I said, oh, what an insult. He said, even a day-old child can take that decision. He sees himself as too smart to the extent that the mind that you have he has reduced your day. Hey, look at the scripture carefully. Next one. You corrupted your wisdom. Look at this. For the sake of your splendor. Hold. Corrupted wisdom. <laughs> because of the, the splendor. Splendor has got to do with um, the ambience of a thing. How beautiful it looks. How glorious it looks. That's the splendor around it. 
there's something around a thing that makes it glorious. Okay, sometimes on the stage, they will throw some lights on the stage. So the splendor of what you are seeing, it's so nice. So look at it. Said so you corrupted your wisdom, the wisdom that you have. You corrupted it because of the, what? For the sake of splendor, your splendor. Because of how glorious you look. Even the wisdom you have is corrupted. Are you learning something tonight? <laughs> this is how Satan enters people. He will enter your life. Ah, but he was a victim. He was a victim of all these. So if it happened to, to Lucifer, then he will bring it to you. But he's an expert. He has first-hand experience. So he knows how to navigate into your life to do that. We block that road. Amen. We block that door. Amen. Your amen is very weak. Amen. Please help us continue. Your beauty, you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I hey, sometimes you listen to people's wisdom. So this is a corrupted wisdom. I'll give you a story in the Bible. In the story of um, Tama, Tama's story, hmm? can I give you the scripture? You saw that thing happen. 2 Samuel 13. One of the ways that Satan enters people too, we are still there, we are still there, but because of what you have, I want to interject it with this one. It's by sending strange people into your life with corrupted wisdom. Write it down. He sends strange people into your life. They come with corrupted wisdom. Please, did you get a scripture? Look at that. So Jonadab said to him, lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. You see how Jonadab came? This is, a, this is corrupted wisdom. So they are friends and they are people the devil can send into your life. <laughs> they are messengers of Satan. I said they are what? Messengers. messengers of Satan. I'm teaching you something that you need all your life till Jesus comes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Corrupted what? Wisdom. Jonadab came. Ah, he gave the guy good advice. This is corrupted wisdom. There are some of you, your friends can tell you how, hey, he will give you advice. Hey, he can counsel you and that counsel never fails. Yes. Take the money. Take the money. Give him excuses. Oh, today my mother sent me here. Oh, my father said I should come here. Then you are, you are dribbling. But the money you will take is corrupted wisdom you have been given and you are pretty with it. Read the story carefully. See how he navigated his way around it. Perfect plan. This is what is called corrupted wisdom. By the introduction of people. Satan can introduce people. Into, when he's seeking for you to destroy you, he can send some people into your life and they come with corrupted wisdom. You know, the people will come at the time you are looking for a certain idea. To run with. So, can you imagine this guy? When Jonadab came, ah, you think God has sent him to you. Because the advice he's giving you is according to plan. Read for us. Let's run. And, wh minutes. and when your father comes to see you, say to him, please let my sister Tama come and give me food. Uh, but who, who is sick that when he tells his sister, you tell his father, let sister bring me food, the father will say no. No, talk to me. Which father will say no? Are you here? Yes. Don't let the, <laughs> the teaching put you so much on your, on your bed. Wake up from the bed. Eh? If you are sick and you tell your father you want your sister to bring you food, your father say no. No. He say no. <laughs> but this is corrupted wisdom. You see, some of you, 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 anybody advises you and you take it. Your, the, the, the counsel people give to you is not based on scripture. There, there, is, there is no spiritual connectivity to, the, to the, the, the counsel you are receiving. And some of you, you just jump to it. You are just excited about it. You are working with it. Satan is setting you up for destruction. 
That's what happens. They will introduce some people into your life. As to how they came, you don't know. But it looks like whatever they are doing for you is what you have been looking for. You see where the devil, the devil works? You think they are going this way? The devil brings somebody who will take you that way? No. He will bring somebody who is going the same, the same way you want to go. He will take you this, where you, the same place. But in a corrupted way. Please read fast. Read fast. We have 15 minutes. Please let my sister Tama come and give me food mm -hmm. and prepare the food in my sight that prepare I may eat it and eat it from her hand. Mm -hmm. Continue. Quick, quick, quick. Then Amnon laid down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, mm -hmm. please, let Tema, my sister, come and make a couple of cakes for me in my sight that I may eat from her hand. And David sent uh -huh. and David sent home to Tamar saying, Now go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. You know the story, so maybe you can read because of time, you can read afterwards. See what he did. See what Amnon did. He gave the advice. As soon as the advice was given, David also said, Oh, go, go, go and do the same. Go. So Tamar, just go and cook for your brother. Go there and cook. And she also joyfully, she went to cook. At the end of the day, it turned out to be something else. Corrupted. Let's go back to um, the 28. So, the next thing that I shared with you is what? Apart from the beauty, the next thing that comes is corrupted wisdom. Yes, next one. No, go back again. We didn't finish that place. Yes. Your wisdom for the sake of your splendor, mm -hmm. I cast you to the ground. Mm -hmm. I laid you before kings. You know, be careful because sometimes some people, when they dress, how they look nice. That is splendor. When they dress, they go and fix their eyelashes seven inches. <laughs> they fix their nails. Splendor. They become proud. Splendor. So because of that, their heart is lifted. And he said what? I did what? I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. Mm -hmm. Your heart you no, defiled your that, sanctuaries. That God said he put him down. That means he, he would, she would disgrace you. You know why? He would disgrace you before what? Go back. You see the scripture well. I think you skipped something. I laid you, I before, laid kings. you before kings that they, may gaze, they might gaze at you. That is it. So when God put you, say, I cast you to the ground. Do you understand? That means that he reduced you to nothing and let a titty for laugh at you. He will look at you. That's what God will bring you to do. He will not let ordinary people mock at you. He will let great people laugh at you. So if ordinary people laugh at you, they say, yes, it's nothing. But he will let those who matter, they will laugh at you. Don't try to play around God. Don't try to be smart. He knows everything about you. Somebody shout, away with corrupted wisdom. I won't be corrupted wisdom. Say it, say away with corrupted wisdom. Away with corrupted wisdom. Next one, next one, next one quickly. Uh-huh. You defy your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, mm -hmm. by the iniquity of your trading. Uh -huh. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. Mm -hmm. It devoured you, mm -hmm. and I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. Okay. Let's, no, no. Verse, um, we'll finish at 17. It's okay. Now, yeah, even at 19. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, you want to read this? Okay, you read this. <laughs> or who knew you among the peoples, are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. See what God said. Do you know what a horror is? <laughs> that, is how, <laughs> that is how God will deal with you. I'm showing you how Satan enters people. The next thing, let me show you. The next thing, how Satan enters people. <laughs> then we will pray. Hey, tonight we'll pray our heart out. Some of you will see, you become proud. It has entered you. The next thing, look at John. The next thing that can let <coughs> iniquity or let Satan enter you, eh, they are gifts. Write it. Gifts. 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 Gifts can be spiritual gift. It can be physical gift. So write it down. Gifts. Gifts. <laughs> I'll show you something. John 13, 21 to 27, quickly. 
Interesting scripture. You have read it every day, but you see something there today. Interesting. Gifts. These gifts that you take, these gifts that you receive, it can make you become a candidate for the devil to enter you. Yes? Gifts. Gifts. There are people, they are talented, they are so gifted, so mad that the devil has entered them. Satan has entered them. Satan has entered them. So there are people, they don't take counsel from anybody. They don't listen to anyone. They are their own counselors. They don't, they, whatever you say, they won't take. They won't take. They have become big men by themselves. Become big women by themselves. They don't take anybody's advice. Read for us. When Jesus had said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, most assuredly I say to you, one of you will betray me. Jesus said, one of you will betray me. Uh -huh. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed uh -huh. about whom he spoke. Now there was laying on Jesus, Jesus' bosom, one of the disciples whom Jesus loved. This is John. You see the same John. Every day we tell you about it. You've seen the scripture. The one that Jesus loved. He was leaning on Jesus. His bosom was leaning there. Yes, continue. Uh -huh. Yes, read this place. 24. Simon Peter therefore mentioned to him to ask who it was uh -huh. of whom he spoke. Uh -huh. Then, leaning back on Jesus' breast, uh -huh. he said to him, Lord, who is it? So this is John. Peter is asking John, asking who, who, who is the person who will do that damage? Who is that devil amongst us? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Jesus answered, it is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread. Look at this. Look at this place. This is where the trouble is. <laughs> Jesus said, it is the one I am going to give this piece of bread, this gift I have in my hands, the one I'm giving it to. Uh, read it, read it. Are you sleeping? The piece of bread, yeah, yeah. Mm. when I have dipped it, mm -hmm. and having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, so the Jesus son of took Simon. The bread, he dipped it and he gave it to Judas. See what happened next. Uh -huh. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Hey, trouble has come. Look at the scripture carefully. So after <laughs> he took the gift, See the Bible. See it. This one, I saw it a few minutes before I entered here. A few minutes. As soon as he took the gift, Satan said, Pam, I'm inside. I've entered. <laughs> what gift have you received that has brought Satan to you? This, tonight we are doing inward search. Inward search. And we are going to pray, Father. That's what David said. Set through me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me. David prayed that prayer. He said, set through me and know my thoughts. David is conscious about his thoughts because you can think about something. It's inside your head. Inside your head. You said, ah, this woman, if I get her in my bed, inside your thoughts, you didn't tell her, I was here. This money, if I get this money, the way I would take it. I want to use some plan to get the money from the man or from the woman. I want to use some, some smart ways to take it quickly and run away. It's in your thoughts. You have not executed it, but it's there. It's there. David said, try me. Come, you can help us with it. He said, try me. Know my Other person will say, try me. It's in the Bible. Others will say, know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me. David is he's not sure about himself. Maybe there has been a wicked way. Some of you, there have been wicked ways in our hearts many times. Many times. Many times. The way somebody spoke to you, the next time he speaks, the way I will slap him, wicked way has entered your mind. It has entered your mind. I'm showing you how you can clean up yourself before the Lord so that Satan will not enter you. I told you if I don't prophesy to you today, I've helped you. Yes. Look at that. Now after the piece of bread, peace, look at that. Not a loaf, even peace. Piece of bread. Satan said, this is my home. You have seen how Satan entered? There are some gifts you don't take. Let me take you back to 2 Kings. Gehazi. I'll show you. 2 Kings. Go there, 2 Kings. Chapter 5, 25 to 27, quickly, 2 Kings. 
I'm showing you. What brought trouble to Gehazi was greed. So I'm, I've moved from the gift, but I'll come back here. Jesus said, whatever you want to do, go and do it quickly. Do it quickly. There's no time. Do it quickly. Yes, someone help us. Now he went in and stood before his master. Elisha said to him, where did you go, Gehazi? And he said, your servant did not go anywhere. Look at that, he's lying too. Then he said to him, did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? Oh. It is, is it time to receive money and to receive clothing? Uh, olive groups and vineyard, sheep and oxen, male and female servants. Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and your descendants forever. And he went out from his presence leprous, as white as snow. Look at what happened to him. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? What happened to greed? Greed can let Satan enter your heart. Greed can introduce the devil <clears throat> into your heart. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. It can let what? Greed enter your heart. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Praise everybody lift your hand. Say, search me. Search me. Come on, say, say, search me. Search me. Say, say, search me. Search me. We're all reading together. Continue. Everyone say it. Search me, O God. Uh-huh. And know my heart. Uh-huh. Try me. Uh-huh. And know my anxieties. Uh-huh. We'll read different versions too, so we can get all the all the meanings. Yes. And see. Uh -huh. continue. And see uh -huh. if there is any wicked way in me. You see? And lead me in the way everlasting. See what David said? Wicked way. Wicked ways. There are many people walking in church, but wickedness is in them. Wickedness. 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 is what? I dream free. Oh, yes, sure. <laughs> it would be them. See, there are people like that. Are, look, you'll be surprised. The level of wickedness in people's hearts, but they are in church. David said, Search me, oh God, search me. Every day when you wake up, ask God to search you. I'm telling you. Sometimes you can be spoken to by somebody you are even older than. The way you can start boiling on your inside. Wickedness has entered you. Satan is only looking for a place to enter your life. I have three minutes. Let me give you one more thing. I've shown you. We have dealt with pride already. Absalom's own. Um, you can read um, 2 Samuel 18, 1 to 18. You can write the scripture down. Proverbs 16, 18 talks that um, pride goes before destruction. So you can write that scripture too. Just to help you with the scriptures. Proverbs 16, 18. We don't need to read it. <clears throat> we don't need to read it. But leave this one on the screen. Look at this. David is praying to God. He said, Lord, search me. Search me. Search me. Search my heart. Wickedness is there. It's hiding somewhere in your heart. It is because an occasion has not come for you to manifest it. That is why you think you are smart. You think you are clean. But when it happens you see, they will manifest it for you to see. It has always been in them. It has always been lurking in their, their hearts. It's always there. It's always hiding there. It is because an occasion has not come for it to manifest so you won't see. This is how Satan enters people. Somebody goes to a place and is given a gift. You take that gift. The devil has become resident with you. Yes. Joseph rejected because he didn't want Satan to become resident with him. Because he knew, you see, the devil wanted to corrupt the guy. But he knows that this guy's destiny, he'll become a prime minister. He's, he's a destined man to become a prime minister. So Satan wanted to corrupt him by Mrs. Potiphar. Corrupt him before he gets to the throne. So that when he sits on the throne, his throne will be corrupted. But the Bible too says that righteousness and justice are the foundations of God's throne. So the devil realized that this guy is a righteous guy. If, if, if I don't influence him, bring something to him, his life 
He's going to rise to become a prime minister. Let, let me corrupt his life. So he had a free woman. He says, no. No. He would have taken the gift that came to him. He would have taken it. And that would have corrupted his life. Destroy him. He will be a prime minister. But all the women, he will take them. Because his seat has been compromised. May you never compromise your seat. Your amen is very weak. Amen. I said, may you never compromise your seat. Amen. You're not supposed to compromise it. You can't compromise it. Rise on your feet. You can't compromise it. Satan enters people. They become braggarts. They become proud. I'm proud. To the extent that they can even take God's glory for themselves. They can take it. They can take it. I can teach you this thing for a long time. They... They can take God's glory for themselves. That's why there are some gifts you don't even take it. Yes. There are some platforms when they give you, say, no, I don't want it. Walk away. Because the devil is seeking a location for your life. I told you. Jonadab gave the counsel, nice one, corrupted wisdom. That's what the Bible said. He makes the wisdom of the wise foolish. That's what God does. He'll make it foolish. You're going to pray to God. Some of you, it's just your beauty. Some of you, it's just your splendor. Some of you, it's pride. Others, is greed. Some of you, it's a small gift you have received. Yes. But there's some people, like, like he plays his bait. There's some people, they have to beg them, deceive them, try to pamper them before they will play. Hey. You, you are, so you have become that big that they have to pamper you, try to say things to you and cool you down. Some people can get angry, they will drop, they will drop what they are playing and they walk away. It's pride. It can happen to any man. I'm telling you, I can be a victim, you can be a victim. That's what David said, search. Can we go back to the psalm? He said, search through me. You're going to pray that. That's the first prayer point you're going to pray. Father, search through me tonight. Search me, O God. Know my heart. I told you, the thing, the, the target of the devil is your heart. I told you from the beginning. That's his target. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Look, you can follow a man of God so closely to the extent that you can become proud. You look into churches, especially people who are very close to the man of God. Oh. I'm telling you. They are residents of Satan. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's a, yeah. We don't, we, we don't only, we also preach by experience. We only preach, we also preach by experience. I've, look, from 1996, I've been preaching to right now. So we didn't start preaching yesterday. So there are things we know by experience. I'm telling you the truth. You can become a victim easily. Easily. That's why, by the grace of God, I try my best. I try my best. Not to let anything enter my head. Not to let anything enter my head. No. No. Because when that happens, Satan is positioning you for destruction. I don't want to be destroyed. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. So when you see me, you call me William. You, whatever you call me, I, I will not be bothered by it. Because I don't want the thing to enter my head. If it enters my head, I'm finished. I don't want it. You understand? I don't want it. Last time I prayed, I said, God, any relationship that will destroy me, don't let me enter into it. Because there are things, that, look, the devil can introduce you to certain people, they will destroy you easily. I'm telling you, if you are struggling and you get a friend who will be helping you bit by bit, person is helping you, helping, helping you, and your life is changing. Because of the changes you are experiencing, you will not know that the changes of the financial freedom you are receiving is also introducing certain things in, as part of it. So by the time you are waking up, you, you are standing on your feet with many complications. That's why you must be smart. Must be smart. Must be smart. Must be smart. Or else the devil would just destroy you like that. Lift your hands. believe you have been blessed by this broadcast contact me on phone 
via plus two three three two four four six nine four two nine nine or email me on propwheelie at gmail.com that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com follow me on my social media platforms facebook page at prophet william addison podcast and subscribe to my youtube channel instagram handle and twitter handle at prof willie that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at prof willie and if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to christ say this prayer after me Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.